A lot of people wanna experience the amazing benefits of ketosis. I'm gonna share with you two easy to follow steps that will get you into ketosis, burning fat instead of sugar in the next seven days. Now, who's this for? Of course, it's for somebody who's brand new to keto and they wanna start burning fat without any of the side effects. This is also for somebody who has fallen off of track of keto and wants to get back on course. Or if you had a weekend binge of high carbohydrates and you're looking to get back into ketosis safely without having to go through the keto flu or any other symptoms, this is also for you. There's also a bonus section where I'm gonna outline the three ways to test ketones, the optimal ranges for ketones and blood glucose, plus I'm gonna share with you some studies that have been shown to scientifically enhance ketones in your body. We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I wanna thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Ben Azadi here, best-selling author of four books, including my latest book, Keto Flex. I'm the founder of Keto Camp here at Keto Camp. We're on a mission to educate and to inspire one billion people on planet Earth. Let's get right into these two tips. First tip is what's called the 20% rule. The average American is consuming 300 to 400 grams of carbohydrates every single day. So what we essentially have is a keto deficiency. It's estimated that 88% plus of Americans are metabolically inflexible. They are sugar burners. And if you've been following my work and watching my videos, you've seen how inflammatory burning sugar could be at the cellular level. When we switch over to ketones, it's a cleaner source of fuel. We're not gonna get too deep into that science. You can watch other videos. I'll reference my 10-part keto series down below. But let's get into this tip. The goal is to get your total carbohydrates under 50 grams for the day. But here's why we don't wanna do it in one day or even two days. When you drop your carbs too dramatically and go from 300 grams to under 50 grams per day, it's gonna look and feel ugly. You're going to experience nasty symptoms and we don't want that. So these two tips that I'm about to share with you, I have implemented with thousands of students who have gone through my Keto Camp Academy proprietary system. And I can tell you this, 98% of every person who goes through these two steps will get into ketosis in the next seven days with zero symptoms. So I'm excited for you. So what we want to do, as you can see, I kind of outlined what to do on day one. It, whether you're a beginner and want to get back into ketosis, this is for you. You want to follow the 20% rule. So let's say you're having about 275 grams of carbs right now and you want to make the switch. You want to go to keto. You got to drop that below 50. So on day one, reduce that by 20%. So based off of the 275 grams, I'm going to just go and ballpark it. Let's drop that to 250 grams on day one. On day two, Let's drop it to 200 grams. As you can see, we're taking 20%, a little bit more here, and we're 
slightly increasing your total carbs for the day until eventually you get to the desired goal. This is step one, but it needs to be followed with step two. So make sure you see that. The goal is to get to 50 grams of total carbs or less each day. And if you follow this approach, you should be able to hit that on day four, five, six, or seven, depending on how many carbs you're currently having. When you do it this way, you're allowing your body to start switching over to fat, which is your body fat. But, and this is a big but, you gotta follow step two so your body can now start utilizing fatty acids and producing ketones. If you go into this process too fast, you're going to experience things like the keto flu, headaches, you're gonna feel awful. We don't need to do that. In seven days, follow this approach. That's the first step. Now you're wondering, how do I track my carbs? How do I know how many carbs I'm currently having? How do I track it? There are so many free apps out there or you could just go to Dr. Google. The one I use and recommend is Chronometer. If you go to chronometer.com slash ketocamp, you could download it for free, start tracking your carbs. We only wanna track carbohydrates at this point. I'll drop a link for Chronometer down below in the notes as well. Let's get into tip number two. Tip number two goes along with tip number one. So on day one, until you achieve ketosis, and we're gonna talk about how do you know you're in ketosis in a little bit, you're going to follow this two, 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 two rule. I wrote about this rule in my latest best-selling book, Keto Flex. I learned this from my mentor, Dr. Pampa, so I gotta give credit where credit is due. But what we wanna do is consume the following every single day until you achieve ketosis. And here's the reason why. As you're dropping your carbohydrates, you're gonna lower glucose and lower insulin, which is great. If that shift happens too fast and you don't have enough dietary fat and fatty acids to start breaking down, your brain will panic and you might experience intense cravings. But when you follow this way, it's a great way to not experience cravings, not experience keto flu or headaches, and feel great and start producing ketones. As glucose drops in the brain, the body says, no worries, look at all the fat we have to burn for energy. And that fat is now mobilized, sent to your liver, and your liver produces ketones. This is called ketogenesis. Now it doesn't happen on day one, but it should happen within the next seven days of following these two steps. So let's outline the 2-2-2-2 rule. Every single day you're gonna consume all of this. Now the question that I get asked all the time, do I have all of this in one sitting? That's a lot of fat, Ben. No, 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 it's throughout the entire day. So think about the fats you're using to cook your foods in, your salad dressings, your dips, your whatever you're putting in your coffee and smoothies, it's all of that, it's throughout the whole day. First rule of the two here is two tablespoons of olive oil or avocado oil. These are monounsaturated fats, much, much better than polyunsaturated fats. Second two is two tablespoons of coconut oil or MCT oil. MCT oil is unique, there's a study that showed Caprylic acid, which is the C8 MCT oil, helps your body produce ketones versus any other MCT oil or even coconut oil. So two tablespoons of coconut oil or MCT oil. Then you have two tablespoons of grass-fed butter or grass-fed ghee. Again, this is saturated fat, stable fats. It helps support your cell membrane. The last two is two teaspoons, not tablespoons, but teaspoons of sea salt. I love Redmond's Real Salt. You can check out their salt over at ketocampsalt.com. Use Azadi at checkout. I'll drop a link down below. But the reason we want to incorporate sea salt and electrolytes is because when you're dropping 
glucose and insulin, which is what you're going to do as you drop your carbohydrates, your body is going to release a lot of this excess water weight. That excess water weight is going to help you feel lighter, look lighter, and just feel better overall. But when your body starts lowering insulin, it goes through this diuresis process where the kidneys also release a lot of electrolytes. So it's very important for you to be intentional here with getting enough sea salt every single day. This is probably the number one cause of the keto flu. And it's not really a keto thing. It's not a negativity towards keto. It is a carbohydrate withdrawal symptom. This bypasses that so you never have to experience the keto flu. Bonus tip for you. This is for somebody who is struggling to get those ketones up. Add coffee. Two cups of coffee has been shown to enhance fatty acid utilization and ketone production. As you can see in this study of the Canadian Journal of Physiology and Pharmacology, it was aimed to evaluate the acute ketogenic effect of two doses of caffeine in 10 healthy adults. And what it showed is that caffeine given at breakfast significantly stimulated ketone production in a dose-dependent manner. And it also raised plasma-free fatty acids. So what you can do is in the morning, have a couple cups of coffee with some C8 MCT oil, and that is going to really help you get into ketosis much faster than if you didn't do that. I'll put the studies for the C8 and the caffeine studies in the notes down below. My favorite source of coffee is from Purity Coffee. They're the cleanest, healthiest, best tasting coffee that you're ever gonna find. KetoCampCoffee.com if you wanna check them out and use KetoCamp at checkout for 10% off. There are so many research benefits to having good fat in your diet, but there is just one little problem with increasing your healthy fats. If you can't properly digest the fat in your diet, you won't feel good. And a lot of people lack the one key nutrient needed to digest fat. Think about all the healthy fats most people, and probably you because you're doing keto, eat on a daily or weekly basis, butter, avocados, olive oil, MCT oil, meats, nuts, I could go on and on. Without this special nutrient, the fat just sits in your stomach and creates a traffic jam, which causes you to feel sluggish, low energy, and more likely for your calories to turn into fat. Because this critical nutrient is key to breaking down fat and making it usable by your body. Without sufficient levels, undigested fats pass through your GI tract where they can produce greasy, fatty stools, constipation, and fatty liver. What's the solution? It's a breakthrough new digestive product called Capex. This product comes from the same company that brought you Masszymes, P3OM, and many more amazing products from the company Bioptimizers. Capex is designed to rev up your cellular metabolism, which boosts your energy and capacity to burn fat as fuel. Combined with a solid diet and a workout plan, this combination of nutrients delivers a powerful boost in your ability to shed weight and reach your body composition goals. Capex upgrades the way your body and cells function and is precisely formulated to help your body rewire itself in these three key ways. First of all, every ingredient performs a critical role. Secondly, Capex also gives you focused energy and drive for six to 10 hours from the time you take it. So don't take it after 5 p.m. if you want to sleep at night. Last but not least, they've included a patented ingredient called InnoSlim to increase the formula's ability to help 
burn fatty acids by 100% in the mitochondria. The mitochondria are the energy factories of the cell. They act like a mini digestive system which takes in nutrients, breaks them down, and creates energy-rich molecules for your cells to use. Simply stated, Capex breaks your dietary fat into fatty acids and then burns them up at a highly accelerated rate as fuel. It's easily the most potent non-stimulant-based energy product I've personally taken. I highly suggest trying it out for yourself when you go to www.kenergize.com slash ketocamp. That's www.kenergize.com forward slash keto camp. You're automatically going to get 10% off any package of KPEX with the coupon code KETOCAMP10. All one word. That's kenergize.com slash keto camp. We will also drop a link for you in the show notes. Okay, those are the two steps, but how do you know if you are in ketosis? How do you test? Let's get into that real quick. So how do you measure ketones? How do you know you're in ketosis? What are the ways to test? Three ways to measure ketones. You have blood finger prick, which is measuring the ketone body, beta hydroxybutyrate, that's what BHB stands for. Then you have breath meters looking at the ketone body, acetone. And then you have urine strips looking at the ketone body, acetoacetate. Out of these three methods, one of them is not accurate, and that's going to be the urine. The reason I don't like urine strips as a way of testing is because when your body is using ketones, which is what you want, the acetoacetate ketone body is not going to spill out in the urine, giving you a false negative, and you might very well be in ketosis, but the strip's saying you're not. I know that they're affordable, the urine strips, but they're not going to be your best way of testing. Over the years, I used to say, don't even use the breath meters, they're not accurate. Now, there has been an accurate breath ketone meter that came on the market. They're called Biosense. I've interviewed their scientists a couple times on my Keto Camp podcast. They're great. You could check them out over at mybiosense.com and use Keto Camp at checkout for $20 off. But we're gonna focus on the gold standard of ketones, which is beta-hydroxybutyrate. And you would have to test your blood. So the best method is gonna be blood. I like blood as well, because it gives you glucose and ketone values. The machine that I use is Keto Mojo, and I'll drop a link down below for them. It's ketocampmachine.com. But now that you understand how to test, let's look at the optimal ranges for glucose, blood glucose, and blood ketones. One thing that I want you to really get is that we don't chase ketones here at KetoCamp, we chase results. Having higher ketones is not the goal, just like having higher glucose is not the goal. But there is a sweet spot I've seen for optimal fat burning, anti-aging, down-regulation and inflammation, and just feeling like a keto rock star. So let's talk about the optimal ranges. So optimal blood glucose ranges, when we're looking at your fasting glucose, that would be your morning glucose before you've eaten anything, the optimal range is gonna be 70 to 90 milligrams per deciliters. That means you're aging gracefully if you're hitting that marker. For ketones, blood ketones, the sweet spot that I've seen people really thrive in keto is somewhere between 0.8 and 2.8, but I wanna make something clear. If you're at 0.5 or higher on that keto mojo, you are in ketosis. You are fat adapted. You are burning fat instead of sugar. But what we wanna see is a little bit higher and get into the sweet range here of 0.8 to 2.8. I also wanna give you 
some advanced testing here that I share with my Keto Camp Academy students, and that's gonna be postprandial ketones to see how your meals are working for you or against you. So what postprandial means is after eating. So here's what you can do, some advanced testing for you. An hour after eating the meal, check your glucose and ketones again. You wanna see your glucose at 120 or below an hour after eating, and then ketones should still stay in that above range all the time, 0.8 to 2.8. If you're hitting everything on this page right here, your approach is working for you, you are rocking it, and I, if you follow these two steps in seven days, you'll be able to hit these markers and feel like a keto rock star. If you wanna learn more about ketosis, I have a brand new webinar coming up on the four secrets to keto. I talk about keto flexing, meaning going in and out of ketosis. I talk about my four pillars, why you wanna support the liver on keto, and much, much more. You could get signed up for free over at ketosismasterclass.com. So please leave the podcast a rating and review. I'm so grateful you listened to the entire episode. Good job to you. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. I love you. I'm grateful for you. Have a great rest of your day. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own. And this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.